Welcome to On the Way with Tony Crisp. Each weekday, Dr. Crisp will be discussing biblical passages, people, places, and prophecies. Tune in daily to start your day right and deepen your understanding of how to better walk the way and enjoy the journey. Here's your host, Dr. Tony Crisp. Welcome to On the Way. This is Tony Crisp, and this is podcast number 105. Today, we're looking at the Feast of Weeks, Shavuot, called by the Greeks, Pentecost. And we are on our way through the feast. We have already covered Passover. As you know, Passover is the beginning of everything by way of review. It is the beginning of all the feast on the 10th day of the first month of the year. A lamb without blemish and without spot is to be set aside. The family is to love on it, get close to it, take care of it. And then on the 14th day of the month of Nisan of Aviv, the lamb is to be killed. And there is an elaborate Haggadah that goes with that, an order of service that Jesus himself would have followed when he was here on the earth with his disciples in what we call the Last Supper. And then there is the day following Passover, which is called Unleavened Bread. Now, this particular moed or appointed day or festival lasts for seven days. There is a Shabbat. And then on the first day after the Shabbat, what we would call Sunday after Passover, is the beginning of what the Bible calls the Day of First Fruits. And the Day of First Fruits is when the sheaf of barley is offered to the Lord. It is the first fruit. It is the best. It is a stalk without blemish that is way before the Lord and a series of offerings that come after that. And then the scripture gives instructions about the next feast or the next moed, which is called the Feast of Weeks, Shavuot, Pentecost. The scripture says in Leviticus 23, and you shall count for yourselves from the day after Shabbat, from that day, you brought the sheaf of the wave offering, seven Sabbaths shall be completed. That means that you start on the day of first fruits and you count seven sabbatical days, which would be 49 days. And then the 50th day, hence the Greeks called it Pentecost. Pente is 50th. And they are to count 50 days to the day after the seventh Sabbath. Then you shall offer a new grain offering to the Lord. You shall bring from your dwellings two wave loaves of two lengths of an ephah. They shall be of fine flour. They shall be baked with leaven. That's important. And they are the first fruits unto the Lord. Now, the first fruits now is not of the barley harvest, but of the wheat harvest. And now they are not offering a sheaf, the promise of the harvest to come, but they're in the middle of the harvest. And the first thing they're to do is to take all of the harvest, the best of it. They are to grind that into flour. They are to bake two loaves of bread and they're to put leaven in it so it will rise. Now, it's interesting that God is trying to teach us something here by the leaven being included. Leaven is always in the Bible, a metaphor or a type of sin. 
It's an analogy, and leaven is mentioned a lot of times in a good sense, but when it's used in a metaphorical way, then it is speaking of sin. That's why in the New Testament, a little leaven leavens the whole lump. Jesus said, beware of the leaven of the Pharisees, that is bad teaching, and those places where they go wrong. And so over and over again, we are warned against leaven in a symbolic way. So leaven being included in this is is representative of sin being present within the church. That's right. The Feast of Weeks, remember, on God's timetable is when the Holy Spirit came in a brand new way. Remember in the Old Testament, the Spirit of God came upon people like Saul and like Samson, but left them as well. In the New Testament, that would never be the case. Even King David, as close as he walked with God, prayed in Psalm 51, please do not take your Holy Spirit from me. Well, you see, the Lord Jesus was crucified on Passover. He was in the tomb during unleavened bread. He came out of the tomb and was resurrected, as we read in the New Testament. And Paul picks up on that and says he is the first fruit. He is that wave offering that is the symbol of more to come. And 50 days later, the Holy Spirit came upon the believers at Pentecost and fulfilled the promise of the Father where Jesus said that another comforter, another parakletos, one called alongside to help, would not just be alongside of them, but would be in them. You see, the great miracle of Pentecost cost in Acts chapter 2 is not necessarily the miraculous manifestation of sound, the miraculous manifestation of sight, the miraculous manifestation of speech. Oh, those were miracles, but they were manifestations of a greater miracle that God was doing, and that is for the first time in all of God's economy, is he coming to live inside of the believer forever? That means that God himself comes to live inside of us. This is why Paul told the, the actually the carnal Corinthians, he said, the spirit of God lives in you and we are all partakers of that same spirit. As a matter of fact, he said to them, what do you not know? that you are not your own, for you're bought with a price, that your body is the temple of the Spirit of God? That's right. And the word there is not for the outer court. The word is not hyron, which is of the holy place. But it is naon, or naas. It is the very holy of holies. That means that God's presence lives within his people. God dwells within the heart of every believer. Paul said to the Romans in chapter 8 and verse 9, if any man does not have the spirit of Christ, the spirit of Messiah living in him, he doesn't belong to him. The great Adrian Rogers used to say, the Spirit of God is resident within the life of every believer, but that does not mean that he's president in the life of every believer. And we all know that's true not only from others, but mostly from our own lives. And so what I want to say to you is, as we go through these feasts and we learn about the feast and we learn of their relationship to the Jewish people, we're also going to learn that God is working out his special appointed times on his great timetable of 
of the economy of God. God is going somewhere with time, and you hear me say that over and over again. And the reason is I want you to understand that God is sovereign. God is in control. And the sooner you and I realize that, the better off we're going to be. And we need to wait for God to do what he needs to do. As we study these festivals together, these special appointed times, I pray God will speak to every one of our hearts because you see, God is in control. And as we go through these, we're going to see that all of these feasts in the Old Testament, these special appointed days, speak of a time when God would act in history as well concerning the Messiah. And the next feast that we're going to study is the blowing of the shofar, the blowing of the trumpets. And it is going to be a wonderful discovery when we see that God really does have a plan for the future and we're part of it. And so as we go through these studies, remember this is one of the key festivals and feasts. There were three that were special Above all the others, one is Passover, two is Shavuot, Pesach and Shavuot, the Feast of Weeks, and the third is the Feast of Tabernacles. And when we get to the studying of the end of days and during the period of the kingdom, you will see that these also are prominent then. It's an amazing story as we read the story of God. I hope you're enjoying these festival days and studies on the feast. They're just in summary fashion, but to remind us that God is with us and he's taking us somewhere as we walk on the way. God bless you. This is Tony Crisp. Thanks for listening to On the Way with Tony Crisp. Tune in every weekday for information on biblical passages, people, places, and prophecies. Fridays are for your questions. Email your questions to questions at TonyCrisp.org. Then just listen for your question to be answered on Friday's podcast. That's questions at TonyCrisp.org. Thanks for listening and have a blessed day on the way.